Clump Goops podcast. Get a load of these hot takes at high stakes. Get a load of these hot takes at high stakes. Get a load of these hot takes at high stakes. Get a load of these hot takes at high stakes. Welcome back, everyone, to Hot Takes. Hi- what was that, Corey Vodka? <laughs> Lemonade. <laughs> oh, what, nice what's top. Lemonade and vodka. And margarita. Yeah. Is is there a mixed drink that you make with lemonade? Vodka and lemonade. <laughs> <laughs> yes, indeed. Um, this is Hot Takes the High Stakes, uh, the podcast where we deliver hot takes on hot plates at insufferably high stakes. The stakes are so high, you're gonna crash your segue because of motion sickness, which is what my sister did in Colorado. She, uh, we well, had to stop an entire Segway tour so that she could puke on the side of the road. We can only wow. hope that this goes better than that. We can only hope that this goes better than that. And, I mean, it probably won't because Corey is, as you can see on the video podcast version, Corey is recording from the top of a mountain in Colorado, the very peak. With an AirPod and an earbud. Yeah, he's got AirPod and Earbud going at the same time. So yeah, I, I, we can go through who's on the podcast. To, to my left, we have, as we mentioned before, do you want to introduce yourself? Am I on your left on your screen? Yeah, <laughs> big time. Um, the name's Corey Dotson, D-O-T-S-O-N. Really easy. You didn't have to say that slowly. It's one of the easiest names. One of the most just simple. If you ask me how to spell it, yeah, I guess that's the only thing that could trip me up. It's not. We don't have many friends that you have to recite twice. Pop. I mean, in, in terms Bobby, of maybe. in terms of pronunciation, no. But like Ronick's last name, he would probably have to tell maybe. you how to spell it. Yeah, it's like Pavley, not Pavley. You know. Will Will's Will's last name has that sneaky A before the N. It's like Vahan. Wait, really? Oh, right. Yeah. Ew. I forget about what? that. We have a lot of EUIs as well. Like Woolsey, Corey, Pable. So, yeah. But, and then to my Tanner. south, to my, yeah, also Tanner. <laughs> to my south, we have, uh, I don't know, he always likes to introduce himself, so let's give him a chance. Here. Let's give him a shot. I am a broke poke coke. Cool. A good, a good Ooh. rhyme. But I go by BPC. You go by BBC. What's, what's, what's going on? What's going on, guys? Dude, Corey, um, you're at UT just as Sam and Rez, who were on last episode, are. They told me that um, social distancing isn't quite going very well. And also, you guys forgot to tell me to turn off the air. Yeah. Corey, what's, he forgot to turn the air off. It's on you. You forgot to what tell me idiot. to turn off the air. What temperature is it at? Uh, well... In this in this room right now, it's about eight hundred degrees. But um, the thermometers, the the uh, AC unit said it was supposed to bring it down to sixty five. Nice, nice, nice. So, but uh, it didn't happen. Uh, we'll call it comfortable. It not. It's not comfortable. Um, sixty five oh. would be this right now. It's about. Um, I think it's creeping up to about eight hundred and fifty degrees now Fahrenheit. Fahrenheit. <laughs> Corey, uh, I, what did I say? I said that I heard UT wasn't um, doing very well social distancing, I think I said. Yeah, so we're having our first football game tomorrow. 25K capacity. That's fun. Um, 
we also do not enforce like gatherings of more than 10 people. They just kind of advise you not to do it. It's just not good. You know what you should do is uh, start uh, uh, create a suggestion box for other people. So if you know that people aren't social distancing, you can go outside their rooms, nail a suggestion box up to their door, and then just fill it with uh, suggestions yourself. But like kind of stop. Yeah, kind of like an, a non-consensual suggestion box. I like it. I like the idea. Something to think about. Something to think about. It's a business, honestly. I, I feel like we can make that a business. I like the name non-consensual suggestion box. I think it really explains our business model. <laughs> it does. Well, it really lays it all out there. It, <laughs> it might as well be the tagline as well. It's the name and the tagline. There's nothing much left to the imagination. No. Just how there shouldn't be much left to the imagination on this podcast. We really try to lay it all out there, bear it all, the truth, the lies, the misconceptions. We throw it all onto the ground, onto the tarmac, if you will, and we just let the big old airplane run over it. No After cons- three hours of waiting because you flew American, roasted. You're, you're coming, you're coming yeah. at American right now? American yeah. Airlines? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you I have think any other- we all are. They're I coming for our throats. We're coming for I their have- throats. It's true that, though. They're the coming airlines. for our votes. They are coming oh. for our votes. Let's. I. I would be surprised if American Airlines didn't have a little some a little hand in the election. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're definitely lost. A little reaching in there. A little reaching in there. Their hands in the cookie jar. In the cookie jar. <laughs> yeah, and we're catching it, and we're going, mm, and we're going. We're mom. They call us mom. Going, yeah, call, mm. call us mom because we're not letting American Airlines into the cookie jar. There's our slogan for the non-consensual <laughs> suggestion box. <laughs> yeah, the non-consensual suggestion box. We're not letting American <laughs> Airlines into the suggestion. No, fuck. We're not letting American Airlines into the cookie jar. Um, or your suggestion box. Or your suggestion box. And with that, um, typically I like to play the game where people guess who's to my south. But I think I've already. I think we already know, unless you guys forgot already. In which case, I'll give you guys both a guess David. as to who's to my south. David, who do you think? Me. Yeah, you're Even both it's right. Corey on my screen. David is to the south, so David will go first. David, or should I say, broke poke coke? Really hard to say, actually. Broke, <laughs> broke poke coke. coke. Broke poke coke. Say it, Corey. Say it ten times fast, and if you do it correctly, then I have to go first. Yeah, then David has to go first. <laughs> but if you don't, then you have to go first. Go. Broke poke coke, broke poke coke, broke coke. Fuck! <laughs> he goes it. First. So Corey goes first. Uh, uh, um, come back to me. <laughs> okay, and David, we got David going first. We got David first right. in the lineup. What do you got to All say, right. broke poke coke? I think that duels, human duels, should be reintroduced to society as a way to deal with our with our issues. So one-on-one, you challenge somebody, you get it out, you clear the air. None of this, none of this passive stuff. Okay. I think the guns are too good for this. They're too accurate. Are you saying, yeah, so you think that we should, we should, like the classic Old West style duel? Or are you saying like... Not uh, necessarily. Let's say you see somebody, it's on the person that initiates the duel to have the available... Mm -hmm. 
well, let's say you just want to you just want to have a go at somebody you don't like them. You better have four boxing gloves like on hand, okay. and you challenge them, and you say, what? "We're doing right." This. So you're saying that you should have a weapon of choice, and everyone who is like walking on the street should have at least two of those weapons on their person so that they can challenge someone to a duel and supply mm-hmm. them with the proper mm-hmm. weaponry for that. If you're duel. the type to challenge, of course, someone might not be down to challenge. Right. Okay. And in that case, you, you probably would, just wouldn't need a weapon, right? Yeah. But you would sacrifice because your you can, dignity. Yeah. Right. You would be it's seen whole, as weak. It's a whole, whole different uh, new class system based on, you know, challengers and those that don't want to do it. Yeah. I just think that so many personal issues, I mean, just think about you get pissed off and you just want to punch somebody. Right. Now you can. And okay. the people around you don't legally can't stop you have you for some reason this like when i think i think david you said class system and this kind of made me think of like um it's like which my take will go into a little bit like strong people and like aggressive people who are walking around with these weapons and people who are seen as kind of pacifists it made me think of something and it's a theory i want to talk to you guys about it's a little off topic but we'll we'll circle back around it's a theory that i heard about men and the four kinds of men, four quadrants. The x-axis is, I believe, attractiveness, and the y, the y-axis is attractiveness. Sorry, and the x-axis is amount that you respect women. On the top right, no, on the bottom left, um, least attractive and respect women the least are the incels. Thoughts? <laughs> yeah. Where are the simps gonna be? I, so I agree. The, oh, on the bottom right, respect women the most, <laughs> least attractive are the simps. Wouldn't that be top left? Oh, wait. no, no, because no, 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 they no, would no, be no. the most attractive. On the top left, most That's attractive, huge. respect women the least are chads. <laughs> In the top right, most attractive, respect women the most, called the himbos. The himbos? Did you make that up, or is that a thing? No, it's it's something that I saw. Um, I don't know. Thoughts on that? I mean, that's I, pretty accurate. There's no in between, really. I no. well, I just want to say that. Well, you you can be I somewhere think, on the scale. You can yeah, yeah, it's a spectrum. It's a spectrum. Yeah. I think that simping has a lot more to do with like behavior. Like I think oh, you can be pretty ad- rather than like I right. think that. I do agree that like a less attractive guy that's like doing anything for a girl, it's obviously obviously a simp. But I think there can be like more attractive dudes. Hello. Um, I think there can be more attractive dudes that just don't just don't get it, and they're just they would mop the floor with their with their nose if a girl told them to. Okay, so this this brings up a something that I I think the the term simp has been thrown around far too much. Like I like it seems like anyone who even says like a kind word to someone or encourages someone of the female gender, obviously in this chart is mainly made for straight males. I yeah. I don't know what the what the terminology is for any other sexual preference, but um mainly straight males here. But I think like simp has been overused to the point of like if you smile at a, at a female, you're called the simp. Thoughts. Yeah, well, if you give a wink to a female, you're more likely a predator than anything. 
That's off the that's off the grid. <laughs> so Predators are not on the grid. Predators are you at a Z axis and they're in yeah, they're just yeah. in space. What's the Z axis though? The the Z axis is the amount of times you wink at someone. <laughs> and the more times you wink, the more into the predator zone you are. We have like predators and then like and guys aliens. Never blink. Aliens so versus never predator. Wink. Yes. Okay. If you if you never wink, you're an alien, and if aliens. you do wink, you're a predator. I think that for the most part, if you fear that your behavior is simp behavior, then you're probably a simp. <laughs> if you're not actively fearing, you're like you're just like helping. You're just like hanging out with a girl, right. and you're not actively like, oh my god, am I simping? Then you're probably not simping. Okay. Sounds like you're a simp. (laughs) Yeah. Sounds like you do a lot of research into the simps, David. Did did I not tell y'all that my my thesis and my dissertation on simp behavior in American society? Oh. What is your thesis? Yeah, what's the the main thesis statement that you're giving out? Uh, I don't know yet. So I'm 22 weeks into class. Yeah, you're still into the hypothesis stage. I'm still simping on uh, my research. Dude, mm, <laughs> you're such wow. a simp for research. You do all this um, work like, for it, and you put so much effort in. Tell me what to type in, please. You just you just try so hard with with no hope of ever getting anything in return. Mm-mm. I always research the wrong things. I okay. may or may not have forgot my hot take. <laughs> It's okay. There's, there's still time. I can go before you if you need. Um, maybe I'll inspire you. Um, okay, wait. So let's go back to this, this duels, these dueling situations. Um, oh, yeah. I forgot what the hot take was. <laughs> it's interesting. It's you're, interesting. you're having a mare. Yeah, Corey's having an, a total mare. David, what's a situation in which, like, what's a typical situation that you find yourself in in normal life that you think would be better served in a duel scenario? A teacher offers up like an opportunity uh, via email to be part of a, uh, a group inside your college that would it'd be a great opportunity for you because you're going to meet business professionals. It's a great networking opportunity right. as well as just develop your skills in the whatever industry. Uh, let's say you were in class, didn't want to respond to the email then, and you responded about, you responded that evening, said, oh, I'd love to be part of this. And they said, sorry, so-and-so got there first. Whoa! You they mentioned them by name. So-and-so. That'd be bold of them to do, but you're getting you're getting dueled. Right. Whoever's <laughs> on there is getting dueled. But in a in a dual society, like they would mention that person by name and be like, "May the best person yeah, win." Yeah. He they the professor would want me. They want someone that's going to go duel. Right. They want that drive. If I'm a pacifist, they're like, "This dude's not going to duel for this job. Then why would I hire him?" Right. It's 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 all about initiative. It's real like go getters are probably gonna duel the most. Right. Corey, People could that you see, climb the ladder. Could you see yourself in a like would you where where would you see yourself lying in this scenario? I would probably duel with my roommate Josh. For what? I bought ATB chicken tenders mm-hmm. and he really likes Tyson, but I didn't find the Tyson until like later on in the grocery store and I didn't want to switch it out because I didn't want to walk back across the grocery store and push sure. the ATV chicken tenders back. So I just got the ATV ones. I was like, Hey, why not try new things? Mm-hmm. Because ATV has good stuff. 
And then when I got home, um, I put in the freezer and this morning, he opened the freezer and then screamed to the whole apartment. Well, not Tyson. And then Whoa. I was like, okay, we're dueling. Right, <laughs> so, right. And then, so what would you be your weapon of choice in that duel, in that duel scenario? Cause obviously you're at home, Ooh, you have access yeah. to your whole, to your Ooh. whole, um, what's it called? What's it called? What's it called? Armor? Arsenal? Your, yeah. Your whole arsenal. Armory. Your whole arsenal. arsenal. Woo! I have a I, I I have a coat hanger that I can throw pretty hard. Okay, but you'd um, have, so you'd have to have two coat hangers. So do you have more than one coat hanger? No. Mm, so that would be tough. That would be tough. That would be tough. It would be tough because I couldn't give him mine, and he probably right. isn't carrying one. So. Yeah, I mean, not many have coat hangers. David, what what is it? A duel to the death? You kind of uh, you establish your rules. Most of them probably won't be to the death, right? So Some like sort of submission. Okay, so like system. so like um, your situation, which a teacher has presented an opportunity, probably wouldn't be a duel to the death. No, no, but no. like in an, in a situation where, say, I don't know, uh, you're out at your grave digging job, and then someone at nighttime. And a group of rowdy teens uh, kind of infiltrates the graveyard at night on Halloween. Um, and obviously you are not actually totally human, but you're a werewolf and it's the full moon. And you got the great oh, job so that you can be by yourself at night um, when you become a werewolf. Uh, and these rowdy teens are kind of making a ruckus in the graveyard uh, where they shouldn't be. They're not really respecting the dead. And you're big into like respecting the dead. You hold a lot of vigils, a lot of seances. Um, you talk to a lot of spirits, so you know how heinous this behavior is. Um, and you trans obviously at the at at end of story, you transform into a werewolf. Uh, one of the teens, you say, okay, are there any werewolves among you? One of the teens is like, yes, I'm a werewolf because that's the only way the duel would work. And then you guys fight to the death at that point. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, if y'all want to, then you can just say this one's to the death, dude. That's the that's kind of a code oh. that I came up with in the rule book. Right. Um, but I pictured it more like Harry Potter dueling, where it's just sort uh, of like a I wanna live I want my opponent to live to know my superiority. Right. Vibe. Right. That's yeah. That's kind of the flaw with a lot of like the old West duels is that your opponent dies and they don't have yeah. to suffer and wallow in misery, you know? It's only witnesses and lore that really keeps you going. But right. if there's a living testament to your awesomeness, people aren't going to step to you so fast. No. And you'll I get that opportunity. Awesome. You'll get that opportunity next time from the teacher. You'll get your H-E-B chicken tenders. I wanted to duel four people like last that. night. Or not last night. Two days ago, I think for it what? was. So it's just like, it's like 8 p.m. On, yeah. a, on a Wednesday. We're all just watching TV. My roommates, one of them's doing homework. We get a knock at the door. The only person that ever knocks at our door is maintenance or our hmm. friend when he comes over. And we're like, he's not coming over. And so one of them goes and opens the door. It's a group of four girls. Okay. And they're like, hey, we're your like, downstairs neighbor. And it's all like, what's popping? And they're like, you guys stomp a lot. And it's gotten to the point that you interrupt our Zoom calls, which is not true. It's the people above us that stop. Uh, and literally, it sounds like they are dropping furniture. 
You can, can they I, can hear them from two floors. I, I, I know it's not us because we don't stomp. And so I wanted to duel them, but they brought yeah. cookies. And she kept saying, like, we didn't want to file a complaint because, like, we're grown. So we brought cookies. And it was like, you're being, your, your vibe is doable. Yeah. It's a little passive aggressive. Yeah. It's kind of similar like, to my neighbors. Yeah. Who, um, yeah. But, like, they, they, they weren't, like, they are adults, but, like, they didn't act like adults and decided to not communicate with us directly. Right but to file multiple noise complaints to the point where we got fined $50,000. Yeah, that's heinous. What, it, yeah, no, it is. That's heinous. That's we got one of those once. Pretty heinous. Yeah. It's, like, it's, a, it's a Saturday. It's only 11. Calm down. The, the first, uh, like uh, around a calendar year ago, um, when I moved into my apartment in Boston, the first time I ever played my saxophone was like, 8 p.m. maybe in my room um and i lived on the second floor and all of a sudden i hear someone stomping up the stairs get a knock on my door this guy it was mind you 8 p.m this guy was a college student he uh goes to school like five minutes away from where we live and he says trying to sleep man Can you stop playing your saxophone and i was like it's 8 p.m. Stop playing, man. It was like, it's 8 p.m. And he was like, try to sleep. And I was like, okay. And I never played my saxophone again. You should have said And you never played it again. And I took apart my saxophone and I hid it under his bed. Um, and then uh, he was haunted by the ghost for the rest of his time. Oh, okay. There's a ghost that lives in your saxophone as well? Mm-hmm. Okay, I thought it was just me, but no. I mean, it's it's classic it lore that um, classic saxophone lore that every every um, B flat key is the home to a to a wicked little ghoul. The trombone just needs an octave key. That's what it needs. <laughs> if the Have trombone just... had an octave key, I'd I'd make millions. <laughs> you make millions. You'd be I'd the best in the millions. world. This is like. I, this is the voice. I know they can't see me. This is the voice. Well, of the most, a, like, we're recording oh, the video. So. Yeah. So, hey, this is the face of the person with the most raw trombone talent un- untapped <laughs> you've ever met. Never Didn't practice one time and still managed to, you know, like. If I had, oh, man. The cla- I, I mean, the, measured the, my, numbered my measures. <laughs> the classic improv philosophy, you know. If I practice for improv, it's not improv. <laughs> there you uh, go. Um, Corey, we can say whether or not we agree with this dual take. What do you, what do you think? I agree. Yeah. I, I, I think it should be allowed. I, I also think it, you know, I think it could be allowed. I think, um, I think really in a society where uh, we govern ourselves, um, now, obviously, murder not okay. If you just turn turn around on the street and like be like, "I want to duel you," and then you just like shoot someone, you know, not feeling that. We just need. I feel like we need duel referees on every street to be like, um, "You got a duel? I'm here to I'm here to officiate." You know? Yeah. So that like I think that's world records. Yeah, yeah. Always, they're just there. <laughs> yeah, I, I actually have a, Guin- a Guinness Book of World Records um, offici- of, of, officiate. Um, Official, I don't know. I just I keep him tied up in the basement so that whenever I try to break a world record, I can bring him up and uh, say what. And he can Very nice. 
Okay. Well, I still agree, obviously. Obviously. Uh, yeah, Corey, what's what's your take? What's going on? Um, my take is that Kyler Murray is going to be, like, one of the best fantasy players equivalent to Lamar Jackson of last year and Patrick, Patrick Mahomes the year before. Because he – there's some reason is, like, a trend for second-year, like um, – dual threat quarterbacks to just like fucking go off on their second season. Mahomes did it and then Lamar Jackson did it. And I think Kyler Murray kind of matches their like style. I think he's going to do it this year, which is why I drafted him to my fantasy team. And he's got D hop. He's got D hop. He got D hop though. Now Um, we have to, what did Russell Wilson do in his second season? I don't know. And he's too old for me to know. And I don't, you weren't even alive. I I was born <laughs> like five years ago. So yeah, um, I think personally, if I had to pick, if I had to pick the top performing fantasy player this year, it would be um, Sonny Michelle. Your first overall, okay. the, the first, first overall, overall pick in the uh, what's Jigglypuff's fat taint um, oh, fantasy God. league? Was he game. actually the first overall? Yeah, I picked him first overall. I had the first pick, and Russell, Russell Wilson had a yeah, good second year him. too. Yeah, I picked him first overall. First overall, first pick of the first round. Yeah, was that's why I got Saquon at four and have the best team in the league. Wait, Corey, Corey, it seems like you don't believe me. You did not get Saquon. No, I got Sonny me, Michelle. He picked Sonny Michelle number one. I picked Saquon at four. Never mind. Never mind. Um, you really botched that one. Yeah, David's showing his. That's the best right team now. in the league. Oh, is that is that is Ooh, that playing me? Is that um, is that uh? Oh, San Francisco's defense is the best team. Uh, team is a botch. Team is botched. Not a chance. You don't stand a chance. You had second pick. Who had second pick? David. I had fourth pick. And someone they went. It went. Uh, it went. <laughs> Sony Michelle. Uh, Christian McCaffrey, Ezekiel Elliott, Saquon Barkley, Dalvin Cook, Michael Thomas. So yeah, a pretty solid draft order there. Um, I don't know, Corey. What? Why? Why Kyler Murray as opposed to any of the other second-year quarterbacks? Or are there any other second-year quarterbacks? Who are the second? Actually, yeah. Who are the second-year quarterbacks? Who are the rookie last year? Um, Not something I know. Fucking Josh Allen. He he wasn't a rookie last year. Or was he a second year last year? He balled out in his second year. He he, he made waves. But he wasn't the number year. one fantasy yeah. player. He's also But he made waves. Um what about uh fuck, what's the guy's name that dresses weird that looks like Mac from It's Always Sunny? Just name the famous no Jaguars. It's an easier game. Oh, oh Vinchu. Yeah. This Dark is his second year. Um, but no, because he's less dual threat, though. Yeah, guys, I'm going to be totally honest. I didn't even know that the NFL was starting this week. I've never been less interested in the NFL than I am right now. Yeah, I, I, feel I think the NFL is. I don't know. People are like really into it, but like people like wanted to like watch like the Chiefs game last night, like the other, and I was like, I understand that, but like, none I of us are Chiefs or Texans fans. Yeah. So I was like, I mean, I guess, but like. It's honestly, it's just, I just something I'm just not to do. Into it. Yeah. And also, I, I think part of it is that playoff basketball is on right now. 
True. That's been that's been insane. So Daniel uh, Jones. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, Josh um, Allen was drafted. Oh, that's an offensive lineman. Different one. You know Dude, who Tanner drafted? Dwayne Haskins. Tan- no, Tanner drafted Josh Allen as his quarterback. Yeah, he did. I haven't even looked at my. I don't even know who's on my team. Um, the I think the a cool fantasy football alternative is oops all all non skill players. <laughs> True. Who's Drew Locke? He's the Denver Broncos. That's Will Greer. Thought, but thoughts oh. on thoughts oh. on this fantasy league? Not no skill players. I still want us to have a separate league one year. I mean, we can't do it with all of us, but like we all draft only our favorite. Like I would only draft Cowboys, so I draft like Dak, Zeke, yeah. Amari, Gallup. Just your bye week, you're screwed, and it's just everyone versus their favorite team. I think you just I, – I don't think it should be your favorite team. I think you have to draw out of a hat. Some NFL player drafted, like, four kickers. So maybe he knows something. Who drafted four kickers? Some NFL player said he, he likes to uh, – something with the analytics told him to draft four kickers. Oh, like take all the good kickers? <laughs> I guess. <laughs> and then trade them for good assets. I guess. You're like, oh, you want a good kicker? Even... You got to give me your flex. <laughs> yeah. OU has a football game, and I've honestly never – it's a football game tomorrow, and I've never felt – like it just feels like it we're spring semester. Like it does not feel like there's a football game tomorrow. Yeah. yeah. It's, certainly, it's Personally, it's still spring break for me, so <laughs> – it's spring like, breaks all year, dude. That's what I, that's, never my, that's my mentality. I want to do the fantasy league where it like rolls over to the next season. Oh. Does, does like, that exist? Where you don't have a draft where you like do trades. Only. Does that exist? Or you you can draft. Yeah, like there's a way, um, and you draft like the rookies or whatever. And but you should have to Ooh. sign people to contracts, and then once their contract runs out, they're a free agent. And then you get to sign them. Yeah. What contract that are you going to sign them to? <laughs> I'll sign. Well, but it's it's year by year, so you can sign them to like a two year contract, and you have a salary. I'm going to sign DeAndre Hopkins to a two year deal worth a pack of gum and twenty five dollars. Yeah. I honestly, little idea, real life fantasy. Okay. Say I sign David to my fantasy team. Ooh, I, I like where this is going. <laughs> what about this? Real-life grade fantasy. So I signed David to my fantasy team. I get points for every good grade that he gets on a test. I like it. Yeah, uh, and then, a lot of weight on your shoulders. You, not yeah. Now my, you know what it's like to be an athlete. My tests are easy. Dude, what if, what if, instead, of, what if instead of like – Every school having like a huge football program, they had a huge like academia program. Everyone just competed and have the highest GPA. Right, and they're they're like NCAA sanctioned tests <laughs> that every that every school's like uh, team takes. And you have like one math position, one um, one like science position. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so no, then like smell, some math guys. There are some math guys that are like better cal. This is like yeah. there's a pro and like pro and dual threat. There's calc and trig. Yeah. 
Yeah, and then guys. and then obviously in, in a fantasy league, you would draft players like that based on um, how intelligent you think they are. So if it's if it's American history, but you, the guy you have, the guy on your team only is good at like like the history of Soviet Union, you're gonna have to make a trade that week. Right. <laughs> yeah. True. Yeah. My like, like, is really good at the Soviet Union. Mm-hmm. I'm not. I'm not a Soviet. So I trade. Yeah, and then you make the trade. I think it's perfect. I think it's a really good idea. I like it. And it would I, encourage students. Yeah. Those students to really do well. I think personally, a cool mountain man video idea would be the great grade competition. And uh, it's just a video where we compete to see who can get the best grade on their next test. But Rez would just finish it in two weeks. <laughs> yeah, true. He'd, he'd, be, <laughs> he'd just be in two weeks. The race for the highest GPA. Train, we, we, we put he, all of trains his <laughs> <laughs> we put all of our GPAs in in like a leaderboard on the on the Mountain Men page on the website. And I think then we should it's put like, all it's like a live leaderboard. Up. I think we should do a video where we all put our GPAs up on a screen, but yeah. like nobody knows whose is whose, and each person fills out which GPA they think is yeah. which. That'd be funny if we all so got on a Zoom close. call and guessed like matched the GPA to the person. Um, David, I think we can uh, agree or disagree with the Kyler Murray thing. What do you think? Um, of second-year quarterbacks, I'll say he's going to have the best year among them. Okay. Probably third-year quarterbacks, too. I think uh, – I, I disagree. I don't think – wait, Corey, did you say that he will be the highest-scoring fantasy player this year? I'll say top three. I, yeah, I oh, you said top three overall scoring players? Well, originally that's not what I said, but I think I'm confident so, enough to say a so. Top th- Three overall, like any position, Let's say QBs, a top three, top three QBs. a top three scoring quarterback. Yeah, I'm going to disagree with that. Too. Disagree. Do you have him? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's playing against me tomorrow. I think I, think I had him last year, um, Saturday. And he, he do you did, have Tyreek Hill? Yeah, I do. I'm so mad that he ended up catching that touchdown. Yeah, I saved your game. I saw that it was lit. He almost had a blundersome game. Are you guys ready for my game-changing take or not? Yeah, I'm ready for your game-changing take or not. Middle school athletics coaches should have to sing everything they say. I disagree. They should have to rap everything they say. (laughs) I disagree with that. I think they should have to sing everything they say. And I'll tell you why. Okay, yeah, I'll do that. Imagine this. You're in middle school. Your friend comes up to you and asks, did you sign up for football? You say, no. And they're like, come on. Literally the entire male population of the eighth grade is doing it. You like, you have to. or else The bandwagon st- fallacy. You'll be stuck in off season. And then this young child, this isn't me, but this young child says, okay, I'll do it. The next day, they're getting, like, they're just getting screamed at for, no reason. It's it's seventh grade football, and they're getting screamed at through their face mask, wearing ill-fitting shoulder pads, horribly uncomfortable. Their helmet is squeezing their brain to the point. They're calling of you by your last brain name. Damage. And um, what are you doing, son? And you're just getting screamed at for something you aren't necessarily very interested in. You just wanted to be there. Um, I think that's 
so weird that middle school athletics coaches took it so seriously. And I oh, think... So you want them to have to sing to take away the... Yeah. The, uh, the pageantry, the... And the what are you doing, <laughs> Yes, that would be incredible. It, it literally only adds... I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know what I'm doing, son. It only adds to, like, a culture of toxic masculinity, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. People are always be like... This generate like the next generation is like so soft. Like, have you seen those videos of like not videos but like pictures of like they made the entire grade do bear crawls on the track and it was like high and like people have like blisters or some shit and then people will be like, yeah. we have to do that in football every day. I was like, and you want future kids to have to do yeah. that? Like, and, so- you're, and and this is the person you've become because of it. <laughs> yes. Also, common. also, yeah, you had to do it in football in like the 1950s but this is like eighth grade off season we're literally required to take this class and they're like making us melt our hands off on burning astroturf like it's insane well yeah, the idea I think that it was a, the actual track trigger. not the like turf. okay then, then yeah, that's worse we're making us burn our hands on what's the track like what is the track what's it made of it's like black Astro, i guess astro i'm pretty sure it's astroturf is it not is it not well turf means it's like, like the track. it's the but it's the stuff in it is that what the track is actually made of i uh, think so well i guess they can be made of let's different. call it astro track Okay, we'll call it Astro Track. We'll meet in the Astro middle. World. Astro World. Astro World. Astro World. <laughs> we'll call it Astro World. <laughs> Tell There's a fly in my room, and it's pissing. There's a helicopter me. outside my door. That's the, the podcast is falling apart. So, so <laughs> I'll give you like it's it's. But I'll get back to this. It's literally insane that if you didn't take athletics in middle school, at least where we went to school, you had to do like off-campus PE or something. And not everyone plays a sport, right? So say, and for some reason, we'll just, we'll just use me as an example. For some reason, I was putting like the A group of eighth grade athletics off season. Why? Why was I put there? That was like with like the A team of the football team. Like everyone is very fast. Speed has never been something I'm very good at. I'm running, like, I'm running on a track. Like we're just like doing sprints one day. And the coaches are just like, screaming at me because I'm in the back and I'm like what do you want you put me here I don't know what you put me here um so if they were just like singing if they had to sing like you're not running fast enough I would be like this is fun seven on ten eight nine ten stretch (laughs) yeah the idea that like a seventh or eighth grade kid just has to get yelled at I know by someone they might not particularly know well. I mean, I was, like, I was chill with the coaches, but like someone might not talk to them in the hallways, and you're just getting yelled at every morning or afternoon by someone you don't know. I know. It's also like I had to wake up at five a.m. for this. Yeah, and, and now you're screaming bullshit. at me. It's like ridiculous. we're choosing to wake up at five a.m. And, and then it just like continues 13. on to high school, and like right. nothing changes. Right. And it's worse. I, I can, it's worse. But, but I can also almost understand high school because, like, like, if I was a coach, I wouldn't yell at people. But at the same time, like, in high school, like, you choose to play those sports. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, there's, wonder, there's a non-athletic option in high school. Right. I wonder what, Marching like, band, for instance. benefit, 
like comes out of coaches just constantly yelling at their athletes. Like, I mean, it makes they, good are they supposed players, to get angry? Yeah, apparently it makes fucking good football players, but like, I don't think anything else has been tried. But also, <laughs> do you really think that <laughs> this is true? But also, do you really think that, like, at schools that don't have good football programs, do you really think their coaches, like, aren't yelling at them? No, they're definitely yelling. Do you you think that they're just, like, talking nicely to their football team and because of that... Oh, you really tried on that play. Good job. And because of that, their football team is, like, not good? No, they I feel like it's because there's not that much strategy. Like, you can call, like, good plays and shit, but, like, if your linemen, like, fucking suck then nothing's going to happen. So you fucking yell at your linemen, and basically they get, like, angry and, and like, just cry. get better. But they <laughs> cry, but then the next play, they don't want to get yelled at, so then they do better. Motivation by fear. <laughs> yes, it's a fear factor. Right, and I... The fear I, tactic. Personally, let's, honestly... Like the U.S. government. I would love to take on a high school football team and be like, I'm your coach, I'm going to lead with love. And see, and see what happens. Someone put me in a high school football program. I will, I will never speak a word. I will sing everything, and we'll see what happens. This will be like Ted Lasso, but American football and <laughs> choir. Yeah. I want to get, get, like, a legendary no, Broadway. I want to get, like, Adina Menzel to, to start coaching a high school football team and just sing everything and see. My like order, in the commercial? Well, I, no, you need a guy that's, like – Yes. You need like like Usher. Oh yeah. Someone that's mm. still like they're like Wait, that's cool Jason dude. Derulo. Yeah, true. No. The guy from snow. Fast and Furious. <laughs> the guy that played uh Jason Statham's like little brother in like the the Fast and the Furious movie. I'll, 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 he was in a Does he sing? It has to be someone He can't. Sing. He was I think he was in Les Mis. Okay. Yeah, we. I, I think I, I do think Adina Menzel. I don't think I don't think she has the proper street cred for this. True. Even though she, even though she does have, she does, she does, she does She's have cred. an Oscar. She does have an Oscar. Yeah. Do you have an Oscar? Yeah. That's what she can Fine. do. She, whenever she like loses it and just has to yell at somebody, she's like, "Do you have an Oscar?" <laughs> but she has to sing. Do you fucking have? She has to sing. It's like, coach, stop singing. Do you have a fucking Oscar? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm going to coach the football to yell the fuck out of Well, my original take was that. get on the line. <laughs> my original take was that the coach, middle school coaches should all be Broadway actors, but that's not realistic. It has to be someone who, unless we can find a million Broadway actors who have g- good knowledge of, like, how to coach youth sports, um, then I think it sh- we should just make coaches sing. I agree. Until then. So him, David, you should think you think Luke he should Evans. take us. Yeah, okay. he, he yeah. definitely. He, I think he'd be a good man for the. Because he's also British, so it's really flipping Whoa. the Ted Lasso on its head. And he he has the vibe. Oh, too. My, he has yeah, the he's vibe. very masculine. Yeah, he has the vibe of like a coach in a high school sports movie. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like the young coach that comes in to turn everything around. It's the <laughs> chance to show a bunch of young, impressionable young men. That being masculine doesn't require getting yelled at at 5 a.m. in the morning just to play a sport for two years that exactly. you know you're not going to commit to. Exactly. It's, 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 it's just really taking down the bars of toxic masculinity. Especially if you're on, that's like, B team. and C team. Like, yeah. like you know you're not C team legend. Like, dude. Right yeah, like, imagine being on this – like, imagine 
like being like placed on the C team and then being yelled at for not being good enough. The worst part, the worst part was when you move to off season from football, and then these football coaches are like, "All right, now you're all the same. We're all gonna like run you the same." It's so dumb. Like these football coaches are not in pre in uh, off season, and as soon as football season's over, they're like, "Yeah, now we're running this." Yeah, it's goofy. Uh, it's goofy. But I don't know. That's that's my take. What do you guys have to say? Yeah, I think that'd be I, the best thing of all time. I yeah, I have I have to agree. I think it was dope. Um, cool. <laughs> Two agrees okay. on my take. Um, so now we can move into <laughs> what's going on. Now we can move into hottest take, the hottest take award. So David's really far away now. Um, so the hottest take award is um, is where we just award who has who we think had the hottest take for the episode. I guess we can restate our takes. Uh, starting with me, my take was that all all middle school athletics coaches should be forced to sing everything that they say in practice or like in class. You could say, um, Corey, you want to restate yours? Uh, mine was that Kyler Murray is going to be a top three fantasy football QB this year. Okay, and David, what, what do you what do you we, say? Uh, we should bring back duels. We can, um, we'll vote. Uh, we'll start David first, then Corey, then me. That's how we're going to vote. Ready? We'll say it fast. Three, two, one. Cameron. Cameron. David. And I have won <laughs> on this take. Um, we can return. Uh, okay, that's. Ah, you, Corey, can you curl your tongue? Nope. Uh, you can just. Oh, you got it. No, I did it. Whoa! The time. You got it. Corey's first time. We'll we'll title this podcast. Corey, do you spit on the screen? We'll I mean, title this. We'll title this podcast. Corey's first miss, time. So. Corey spittles. Corey's spits first spit. Coins first spit, and that is a pillow pet. Is that a corgi ass? Corgi butt. Oh. I got it at a uh, a white garage sale. But I was twenty at the time, and it was at Courtney's apartment. So I got a wine bag, but I had to trade it for that. But at least you got a corgi ass. Yeah. Yeah, it even has like stitching on its anus. Gee, whoa, of a, a, a vulgar, a vulgar pillow. Can I see the head? It's its butt, bro. There's no head. It's not a whole oh body. God. There's no head to this. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, this has been Hot Takes High Stakes. Um, obviously... Uh, you can, uh, you should, you've already listened to this. So that's all we have to say about that. Um, if you're listening to this, you probably know about the mountain men vids YouTube channel. If, if you're listening to the, you know, by the time you listen to this, we've missed our first upload week in like eight or nine weeks. Props to us, um, for posting eight or nine times in a row. Um, I don't know. Ideal. Maybe this week we can get a collective vlog in. I can do something. We could do. We could do. We could get a little video in. Yeah, campus tour, a little something. Uh, Maybe we. Maybe we get a a revisiting of David's delights. I can't believe you brought that up. All right. Well. Um. 
I'll have to do it then. <laughs> and obviously we have the classic matching our GPA to um to each other. Like ma- like we just guess each other's GPAs basically. So that'll be that'll be fun too. We'll, we'll figure out a time to do that. Uh, and yeah, thanks for listening, everyone. Let's we'll let's see ya. Let's hit him with a classic sign-off. Ready? At, on three, we're all gonna do our most classic sign-off we can think of. Ready? Three, two, one. Bye. Fuck my dick. Plump Goops Podcast.